Hello and welcome to the Your Time to Grow podcast. If you don't know me, I'm a certified personal and career coach who helps you minimise your doubts and maximise your potential. And in this podcast, I share my coaching tips, my tricks, uh, my knowledge, my experience. And it's wonderful to have you here. Hey, it's Charlie and welcome to the uh, Your Time to Grow podcast and episode 138 where we're going to talk about the owner victim choice. Now, I want to be really clear that this podcast is not aimed at uh, people who have been through traumatic experiences, have had serious diagnoses, have had um, things happen to them that are awful Um and life-changing and it is not an opportunity to shame other people or judge other people's choices it is an opportunity to think about where in our lives in our normal general lives we might play the victim and what we could do differently because we all do it we all play the victim in some way at some point in our lives um but it, that's a very distinct mindset as opposed to actually this has happened to me and I was an actual victim in this situation. So just to be really clear before we set out down this path. Um, however, now I've been clear on that, this is a subject that's very close to my heart because I've had people in my life who have played the victim deliberately in a way of manipulating a situation or and or me um where i have been taken advantage of and then subsequently kind of gone oh okay uh right i i've gone to help that person and actually it was all trickery and deceit and i find that mindset that victim mindset really triggering and my kids do it not deliberately it's a subconscious thing but it brings up all these feelings in me so I have to work really hard and go it's not this isn't about me this is about them um I'm not getting sucked into this you know where am I going to stand in my own power but equally there are also times when I do it and I'm like well it's not fair and I'm going to come on to this in a little bit where I tell you about an exercise I did this week with my coach and what I learned from it But I'm going to start with the idea that there are two types of people, okay? And this is a really simplified version of this theory. But there are victims and their owners and their mindsets. So an owner is someone who has a mindset where they own their spirit, their energy and their responses. They take full responsibility for their happiness and their life. Uh, Whereas victim mindset is the opposite. And we blame other people and we kind of talk about life being unfair, being a burden, like life's a bit of a curse. Um, But the good news is that victim mindset is a habit, actually. And it goes all the way down. Both mindsets go all the way down to the level of who we're being um, in the moment. And we can ask ourselves, in any given situation, am I being an owner or a victim here? And I want to just 
cover some of the different ways where we hear it in the language. So where if we hear ourselves using this language or we hear other people using the language. And I think it's really important to call ourselves and other people out on it. Although, because we're playing the victim or someone else's, we might not hear it as helpful. Um, and so it's not about creating an environment of uh, judgment or shame, as I said right at the beginning of this, but creating a safe space where we can um, call people out with compassion and say, hey, I'm noticing you're using a lot of words like this or to ourselves, you know, OK, I'm noticing this in myself. What's going on? And just taking a minute to, to explore. So um, if uh, victims believe and use language like I'm stuck or why am I the way I am, uh, an owner looks to shift uh, their kind of situation and asks, you know, who do I need to be to change this? They might talk about life being a gift. Maybe they're always learning. Um, they are always doing the things that they need to do, uh, even if it's something that they don't like. They might talk about what they got from a situation. So for me, it's it's very much like a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. And when we are in this victim mindset, we're, you know, asking, why does this always happen to me? You know, I did my best, but it wasn't good enough for so and so. And we live up to others' expectations. Whereas the owner thinks you can't um, make me a victim without my permission. So we were doing this exercise um, in in uh, in some coaching this week, and my coach said to me, "You know, where does your victim show up?" And I was like, "Oh gosh, I don't know." And it and it's where I find myself um, projecting the blame, where I'm like, "Oh, I have to do something," or I, you know, uh, what else might I say? You know, like I, I don't want to do it. And I give my ownership away, essentially. And maybe I feel forced to do something. Um, and I see this actually a lot in people uh, who want to change career, you know, and they're like, oh, I have to stay. And it's like, do you? Do you have to stay? Uh, you know, we come at this with curiosity when we're observing. And the truth is that none of us are forced to work. We we volunteer to, we choose to. We don't, like, have to. I mean, we might think we do because we have to earn money and we, you know, we want to live a certain lifestyle. But there are people who don't work and there are consequences to those choices. But, you know, there are other people who work differently or... Um, use their skills in a different way or, or whatever so it's just noticing the language that we're using so when she asked me I was like oh uh, I don't know where does my victim show up and I thought actually I know where it shows up it shows up around people pleasing it shows up when I feel like I have to do it all when I'm swamped um, sometimes it shows up around money and this week I had a, 
an example where I was working and the kids were at home and it was an evening and I'd said really clearly, right, mummy is not to be disturbed. And you guessed it, they disturbed me because they're children, right? Because even though I tell them and I ask them and I say to, you know, mother half, right, can you keep them away? They sneak up, they creep in the door. Um, and the reason it's a, a problem in my mind is because I'm like, well, my focus isn't where it should be. I really dislike being interrupted. Um, and I'm a bit like, come on, can you not listen to this simple instruction? Like that's that's where I kind of end up. And um, my victim shows up. And the voice of my victim will say, it's not fair. Like, this is my time. I don't, I don't interrupt you when you're uh, doing whatever it is you're doing. Like, and, and about my partner, like, I keep the kids away when you're working. Like, why can't you do this? Like, well, I might as well finish what I'm doing and just come and be, be mum. Like, whatever. Who cares? Who cares about me anyway? No one cares about me. And it spirals. And this is where I end up people pleasing because I'm like, oh, it's fine. I'll do it. I'll just do it all. You guys just do whatever you want. And then, 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 and then, you know, I'll sacrifice my own needs for you. So that's how, what, what my victim might say. And as you can hear, the tone is quite critical, quite judgmental. And when I'm observing, I'm like, oh, wow, that's not very kind. Or that isn't true. Or, you know, actually, as I was able to do the other evening, eventually, um, and it gets quicker, incidentally, like the, the eventually becomes much shorter. Uh, as I was able to do, I was like, do you know what, they're kids. And so I muted my Zoom call and I said to them, right, come and lie. I was, I was upstairs in the bedroom because that's where I thought I'd be safest. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind, little because I know. So I said to the little one, right, come on, come and lie next to me. You've got to be quiet. You can like be on screen if you have to be, but otherwise I want you to lie down because it's really late. It was about half eight, nine o'clock. So she lay down next to me and you know what? Within five minutes, asleep. And I thought, that's it. She just needed to be near me to go to sleep. And actually my call wasn't that interrupted. And most of the people on the call had kids. So it was, it was a work call, but you know, we're humans. We know what it's like. And uh, they weren't judgmental. They created that safe space for me. And so that brought my victim down a peg or lowered the voice a peg. And then, of course, my middle one came in. And so I said to her, right, well, you can lie here as well, but you can't wake the little one and you need to be really quiet. So you can watch your computer, but you need to have your headphones on. I will be another 15 minutes and then I will get you to bed. And she said, OK, no problem. And then the big one came in and I and I said, right, you are, you know, old enough to understand. Um, and these are the tasks that you need to do. I will be down in 15 minutes to kind of check in on you kind of thing. So we we sorted it out. Um, but that isn't always true. And when I'm in this victim mindset, and my victim is telling me that it's all on me, that it, it, the responsibility is all mine, like no one else can do it. Uh, and it's being so critical and judgmental and it's blaming other people and saying, well, I would be able to do this if it wasn't for you. What I believe is that it all falls on me. And 
critically that I'm a failure for not being able to do it all. And you might be listening saying, well, that is, that's not fair. That's not true. And when I'm not in this mindset, when I'm in my mindset of ownership and, and you know, um, and in the actual survivor mindset, there's a, so there's a, the, the drama triangle is by Karpman and it is victim, rescuer and perpetrator or villain. And the opposite triangle is the winning triangle. And it is, oh my gosh, what is it? Uh, survivor. Hmm. I'm going to pause this and go and have a look. Wait there. Okay, so it wasn't survivor. It was creator. So the victim becomes the creator, the persecutor, the challenger, and the rescuer becomes the coach. So um, when I'm in that uh, uh, coaching mindset, uh, I'm able to say, hey, stop being so unkind to yourself. Um, but when I'm in it, I feel really angry, really frustrated, petulant, like a child who's drumming their heels on the floor and going, it's not fair. I just want another sweetie. <laughs> or I'm defensive and I'm like, well, it wasn't my fault wasn't my fault. I told you not to interrupt me and you came in and you interrupted me. This is your fault. You did this and I'm the one that's suffering. And sometimes I feel rejected. And it makes me react, the victim, when I'm in victim, it makes me react really defensively, really sulky. Sometimes I withdraw. Sometimes I fall into a manipulation manipulative mode where I go into silent treatment and I'm like nope I'm not going to talk to you at all and I can be quite vengeful and vindictive and petty and actually by this point I've moved into the persecutor mode because I've become the villain and it's really easy for me to fall into that and all of this is a problem because I leak power because I blame everyone else and I throw all my control away and I behave like those people who were not very kind to me in my life at various points, um, which I hate. I hate being like those people. And I'm like, no, I'm not that person. And I spiral into victimhood, which uh, then, as I say, m moves me between victimhood and, and persecutor. So the question is, what advice might the owner have for me instead? You know, if I was speaking to myself kindly, if I was taking responsibility, if I was focusing at one thing at a time and saying, well, who do I need to be instead? Who do I want to be? What's my intention for this situation? What am I choosing to do instead? what am I committing to? I might ask questions like, um, does the responsibility fall to you? How can you communicate your feelings? What is your focus right now? How can you use the situation to learn? Where is your commitment on this? What choices do you have? How might you create stronger agreements? And I might even not ask a question and I might make an observation and say, 
hey, you know, it's okay to be frustrated that everybody interrupted your time. You're not those people in your life who've manipulated you and upset you. You don't need to be defensive. How about you just breathe and take a step back for a minute? What do you see? Now, I've been working on this victim mindset that I fall into since, well, probably since I became a mum, but really actively and consciously since about 2016. And when I learned actually about the Cartman Triangle and in recording this for you today, I kind of go, hey, I cycled through that victim mindset straight back into ownership in probably 10 minutes the other night. It didn't take very long, but it hasn't always taken that short a time. Um, and sometimes it still doesn't, you know, depends on the, it depends on the situation. And as I asked myself those questions, although I didn't realise I was asking them, now I say it out loud, but as I kind of cycled through my ownership, you know, I, does the responsibility fall to me? No, it doesn't. And that's okay. And it's okay that a mistake has been made. And, you know, and what can I do differently? Well, I could take the call in the car. So I'm still attached to the Wi-Fi, but I'm in a quieter place. I could leave the house completely, uh, you know, and go and if, you know, there's a place where I can go in the evening where I can work uninterrupted, maybe I could go there. Maybe I could arrange the call for a different time of day. Maybe I could just embrace it and say, look, you know, there's a chance it, it's eight o'clock at night. So there's a chance that my kids are going to interrupt. Um, you know, they'll be as quiet as they can be. And I thought about my commitment to the call and I was like, I'm absolutely 100% committed to being here. But I'm also 100% committed to being a really good mum and to being there for my kids. And that comes with a responsibility. You know, I choose not to let my kids um, be alone, crying when they're really upset like that's a choice that I make and the consequence of that is that sometimes these moments happen when I have responsibility elsewhere and so it's being really open in my communication and saying to whoever is on the call I'm going to need a minute because it doesn't often take that long to settle the kids down once you know they need they just need space they just need someone to listen and to realize they're not alone um But also being clearer with the boundaries with the kids and saying, hey, you know, mummy's on a work call. Daddy is here. You can go to daddy. Daddy's also a safe space. Um, It's the the joy of being the primary caregiver. Uh, Or you can sit here and hold my hand, but you've got to be quiet or whatever it is that we're talking about. Um, And we make those decisions and and I'm committed I was committed to being on the call even if I was interrupted because I could have said sorry and I have done in the past sorry it's kicking off there's only me here um I've got to go and deal with this I'll have to catch up on the recording or I'll have to catch you another time like it just depends on on the on the call and the people on the other end of the call and what's actually happening with my kids and and you know when we make that choice um 
and uh, for any situation, indeed, when we are playing the victim. So I come at this from with compassion, from a, a willingness to be the person I want to be and saying, is that the way someone would behave if they were being that person, that best version of themselves? Is that how your best version shows up? And the answer to that is, is usually no. Um, and it's a habit, as I said right at the beginning, you know, it's it's a, an opportunity to say, oh, I noticed I fell into that victim mindset again. I don't want to do that anymore. What am I going to do differently? What tripwires will I put in place? What um, limiting beliefs do I need to figure out? How can I get help with this? And if you're listening and thinking, well, that's me and I, I'm stuck in this mindset, well, let me know. I've got free resources you can use actually within my podcasts there's a whole uh, other one on choice there's a whole one on tripwires there's loads around limiting beliefs um, because that's kind of often the the basis for this it's the stories that we tell ourselves and it's our, our experiences you know I fall into victim mindset really easily because I had people in my life who did that and I was like well this is the way to get stuff done this is the way to manipulate other people. That's that's how we do things. But it's not who I want to be anymore. So I'm working hard not to do it. So I want to share with you the questions. And, I, and if you read my newsletter already, you'll have already got these questions. But I want to share with you the questions uh, that my coach Lisa asked me. Um, I If you want to do them now and want to run through them, grab a pen and paper. The exercise probably takes 10, 15, 20 minutes max. Don't think too much about it. Um, just let it, let write down whatever comes up. So the questions are, where does my victim show up for me? What does the voice of my victim say? What's its tone? How does this make me feel? How does it make me react? How does this cause me to leak power? What advice might the owner offer here? There you go. Let me know how you get on. Let me know if it feels really hard. Um, come at this with grace and compassion and kindness because we all do this we all fall into the victim mindset sometimes uh, and it's totally normal it's totally normal to be like oh this isn't fair this isn't what I chose this isn't the way I wanted it to work out it's okay to feel those feelings it's okay to be frustrated and angry and um disappointed and hurt and all of those things but then we need to make a choice about what we do next so as I say if you need any support then let me know and uh, and let me know what you think about this exercise
Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope you found it helpful. If you did, please share it with your friends and family. And if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me. I'll see you back here soon.